Hey everybody, welcome back to Pour the Tea Podcast. I am Tess. And I'm Mel. And we are taking a deep dive in the shallow waters of Twin Love Season 1, Episode 5, Things Are About to Get Twinteresting. Yeah, yes they are, girl. So starting first with the Vista house, Kara and Andrew are going in the hot tub and (laughs) she says she's catching a vibe from him, but second guesses if she actually is because of Cameron, her twin, Mm -hmm. and Matthew because she knows that they're together in the garden house. So that would be hard to decipher when you know your twin is vibing with someone specific and you're like, okay, but if I pick him, I know it's going to make my sister happy, but I need to follow my heart and do my mm-hmm. own thing. But I love my sister, so I want her to be, you know. Uh, I know. You could go round and round and round. Well, it's also, are you just going after that person because you genuinely like them? Or are you going after them because you know that your sister likes them? So there must be like, I want that twin love. So if I go after their sure. twin, we could just be like... You know, be a commune and leave, yeah, live all together and be fantastic. Yeah. But Kara wanted to hear him say that he was into her. And Andrew looks for her sense of humor. He likes it that she's dirty and edgy. Um, and I'm like, dirty and edgy in a in a sense of humor. Okay. I, I think I'm up to speed there. But uh, I feel like he wants a frat girl as much as he is a frat boy. You know, in that yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. So she feels like she can be herself with Andrew and doesn't feel any pressure at all from him. She can just be herself. Mm-hmm. And she's just vibing. She's having fun. She's taking it day by day. He's growing on her and she loves how funny she is. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she loves how funny he is, not how funny she is. That's so dumb. Okay. <laughs> but she tells him repeatedly. So they're talking in the hot tub and she tells him repeatedly, I do not want to get in the pool. I don't want to get in the pool. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get in the pool. What does he do? This homeboy picks her up and jumps into the freezing cold pool water mm-hmm. after they have just been in a nice, cozy hot tub. That is the worst feeling if you Ugh. are not down for that. It's freezing cold. Yeah. It is. Yeah, so, he just seems like uh, yeah. a goofball. Doesn't he? It just kind of seems like, well, he I'm... does. The kind of guy that would kind of tease you because he liked you, but would, like, take it too far. That's how he seems to me. Almost like a mean nice. Yes. Like, you get the the mean teasing and all of that, but then he's like, no, 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 I was just joking. Like, I was just trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I he comes that. off, for sure. Yeah. Over in the garden house, apparently Aaron and Brittany have just made the twintimacy their own room because now they're just kind of like let's just let's just stay in here right this is it we've we've hunkered down we're gonna go ahead and play house starting now she says uh that her and aaron are moving forward in their relationship and i think one of you is moving forward quicker than the other because aaron is kind Mm -hmm. of like because aaron he seems shocked that they're continuing to go into the the twintimacy room because he even said okay mm-hmm. are we doing this and i didn't know what he was referring to in that of like okay we're going into this again or you know where's or it we're like, going into this for pound town i guess I, I i don't think that he would complain yeah right you would th- you wouldn't think i know his twin david and her twin whitney are also going into the twintimacy room and if you remember david just got over hana him and hana were making a a solid connection with each other her twin sabella was 
was voted out, essentially. And so that made Hannah have to go home, too. And David was like, oh, I'm so hurt. I'm so hurt. I'm so sad. Hello, Whitney. How are you doing today? Let me stick my tongue down your throat. But I think he felt pressured to do that. I really do. I felt like he didn't have, like, he's like, okay, well, I don't have anybody else in the house. Like, I need to make a connection with somebody. That's what's so sucky about this. Like, I don't think that was a genuine, I think that was forced. Like, he felt like he kind of maybe had to. I guess that it doesn't give you the opportunity to, like, stop and, like, have a moment to, like, Mm -mm. grieve a relationship. But Not at all. I mean, he was quick to stick his tongue down Whitney's throat. So she admits. Opportunities there. Yes, yes. Mm. And she admits that she falls quickly. She said she's going to get some sugar tonight. And so where do you think they end up? They end up in that twintimacy room. Yep. Her... They're laying on the bed together, and her expectation is someone that is financially stable. And David asks, he's like, so what does that mean? You want Uh someone to make your car payment? And she's like, well, yeah, but I I don't expect that. But yeah, that would be nice. And so he goes on to say that his expectations are someone that plans things for him, shows signs of appreciation and gifts. Um, He expects cooking on some days, but not all the time. And so she kind of checks all of his boxes. Um, But he ends up telling her that she's beautiful. And then it kind of cuts out to where it's like, okay, you know, they're going to pound town. So Mm -hmm. moving on. Uh, Whitney said that her and Brittany had a plan the entire time to fall for the same siblings. And I don't know if you caught this, but... Maddie and her were talking in the bathroom as they were getting ready. And Maddie confirmed that if Whitney and David got ended up together and getting married and Aaron and Brittany ended up getting together and getting married, their kids would genetically be siblings. Remember how we talked about this? Yeah. I I want a geneticist to come on. Like, that just seems mind-blowing to me. It could be true, I guess, because... But then couldn't you just say that about everybody? Like, technically then, like... My kids are genetic makeups of my parents, but I see what you're saying. Like, it's a little bit more close because they are of the same, literally of the same DNA. Yeah. So that's how it's different is they're literally from the same that split. And so they have the same DNA. But again, I too would love to speak to a geneticist about this, but I thought it was really interesting that Maddie outwardly confirmed what we had been thinking of these children would be would genetically be siblings which is crazy then that's just even more mind-blowing if twins marry twins and they're having babies because then it's just like god it just feels like we're now into like polygamy situation but not polygamy we're like everybody's related incest yeah i don't know it's just like it's too in-depth for my small pea-sized brain i cannot (laughs) I can't there, comprehend. That's a lot to wrap your head around, for sure. It, it is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. That's a little strange. It is morning over in the garden house, and it seems as if the house is forced to wake up at at the same time. Did you notice that? Like, They must have a, an alarm where everybody's I like, did. okay. Like, time to wake up. Because everybody time pops to get up, up at the time same to get time. Moving. Yes. The girls are outside having breakfast. They're drinking their coffee and they're talking about the guys and they bring up Sommer and the impression he has made in the house, which has been such a positive one. Mm -hmm. 
We knew that Gabby was interested in him, but the other ladies bring up the fact that Sommer is a nice guy and he's really funny. So apparently he's got quite the personality and he's quite mm-hmm. the comedian. We, we really haven't seen too much of it. He's been kind of on the quiet end of things. Right. Gabby still has a little hesitancy because of, if you remember, her and her sister Maddie are demisexual. And that means meaning they need to have an emotional connection to someone before becoming physical. Well, Cameron, you know, she's gently nudging Gabby to get to know Sommer more and see if there is a spark there. She tells us she did have an initial physical attraction to Sommer. And as time goes on, the funnier he is, the more attracted she gets. So that's good. I think she's she is finding him quite charming on all levels. Mm-hmm. The problem is she's dated funny guys in the past and that's all they've ever been is just funny and there's not been much depth to them. So I think while Sommer is funny, she needs to make sure that there's a little bit more to him than just the funny. Because if that's all you got, then that's not enough for her. She wants more. We get a flashback from a couple of nights prior of Gabby and Sommer having a conversation And they're talking about their love languages, like we talked in the last episode. And Sommer highly values words of affirmation. So he I'm right there with you. Are you? You're a words of affirmation person? I am very much so. Words of affirmation, acts of service. And I like to give gifts. Like you were talking about how, like, you're not really on the risk, like, to be on the receiving end. But giving gifts is very enjoyable for me. So you like for people to give you compliments. You like a lot of compliments or encouragement. Um, I wouldn't say compliments. Encouragement is uh, a good thing. Or like I like to know that I'm doing well. So, okay. I mean, I guess that then comes down to compliments. But I I need the, the verbal affirmation that things are going, that I'm doing a good job, that I'm, um, you know, I'm on the right track, that I'm what I've done has been great. Like, yes, I, I definitely thrive off of those. Oh, yeah. Things. I don't, uh, that makes me very uncomfortable. Like compliments make me very uncomfortable. I don't, I don't have to hear that I'm doing well. I just also don't want to be told that I'm doing bad. So like, sure. You know what sure. I mean? Like it's that hard balance. Yeah. Like by you not telling me that I'm doing something bad leads me to believe that I'm doing something good. So therefore, like, you don't need to tell me. Like, let's just keep it. And see, I'm the away. opposite. I'm like, okay, if you're not telling me that I'm doing something good, that I must be doing something wrong. And then oh. I start thinking, like, okay, everything that I'm doing is wrong and I haven't heard anything positive or good and so then I spiral you know into things okay like things are not good right now I don't know what to do I don't know how to make it better yeah so it's it can be a vicious trap for sure oh wow what is John like is he a words of affirmation person too he is not he is a physical touch and so um I and that is like my very last Mm -hmm. Uh, love language is not my first in any way shape or form yeah and so um yeah I have to really work hard at being good about physical touch and he he has to work hard at you know which he's good about like if I'm if I'm spiraling or having a hard time he's like hey you know who told you that or where did you come up with this or you know you're doing a great job so he's really good at kind of being the calm to my my mental storm I guess you could say oh so he can kind of pick up on those cues of like okay she needs sure. that pick me up yeah. right yeah David gives them to me too but he also knows I don't I'm very uncomfortable with them 
Yeah. So, but uh, Gabby too, Gabby struggles with that too. She even tells him, she says words of affirmation and it ain't my thing. See, but if you were to text me and be like, you are a king, Mm -hmm. that felt, that would fill my tank. If you, we've talked about this phrase before, but, or how you describe Steve and you're like, he is a warm chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. If you, if someone were to say that about me, I would be like on top of the moon. Like, I don't care what over, over here thinks about me. This person just said that I am a warm chocolate chip cookie and I'm about that life. So now I know. Now I will you know. be sending you those messages. Little, little deep dive. On the daily. <laughs> you will be getting yes. this. You can expect it. Oh, okay, my great. gosh, Mel, I didn't know. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, now I do. How many so, years? 20 years of friendship here. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just never had equated you with words of affirmation. You are, God, how would I describe your love language from the outside? Um... Like, you're a good time person. I would have said, like, quality time would have been big for you. Like, you hmm. like to be around family and have, like, a good time with family. I would have said sure. that, that would have been your love language. Acts of service, I probably would have said, would have been your love language, too. I don't know if I would have said words of affirmation. Mind blown. That's it. In the podcast. Here and now. <laughs> I'm dead. And clap. I should know that, and that's my bad. And I'll work on that. No, you're fine. Be better. That was not a note for you to do better <laughs> on filling my tank. Okay. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> Take no. that hint. That's that right. Post it. Now the ladies, especially Cameron, who are talking to Gabby about Sommer, they're really trying to push for that relationship, and but not in an aggressive way. I think it's more of like. A girl code of hey that that one right there he's a good egg I I really yeah. do think that he he's the full package for you and he really seems to right. like you and she, Gabby seems to be quite giddy as they're talking about him so I think that that little bit of influence there's a spark there yeah that's what I'm thinking yes yeah, so her twin Maddie is over in the Vista house and Love who is a newbie he came on the last season with his brother Kush. Love wanted to surprise Maddie with a song. Oh my God, this whole part is uh uh-uh. uh. This whole scene <laughs> was so awkward. I mean, you have to give him mad props. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, because I'm sorry, I could not get up and sing in front of ten people. Absolutely no. not. No. Unless you give me some major shots of tequila, and even then, I'm probably not, not going to get up and Mm-mm. sing in front of people. Mm-mm. So he uh, didn't realize he was having. Feelings happen so quickly for Maddie. Um, but he sings R&B love songs. And so mm-hmm. he decides he he wrote a song for Maddie and he wants to sing it to everybody. So he just he just starts singing. He starts he singing in front of everybody. And Madison, her face, was like, she oh was cringing. And Jer said he couldn't feel more awkward at this point. And Mm -mm. y'all, I, when I, when I say again, props to him for doing it, props to him for doing it. However, whoa, it was not this like John Legend kind of thing coming out where you're, you're serenaded. You were like, when is this going to end? And it just kept on going. I I think you should have read the room because I, if he, 
he should have known that maybe Maddie would have been uncomfortable. And I think it would have gone over maybe a little bit better if it was just the two of them. And then now she's put on the spot. Right. If he's singing this song to you in front of all of these people. Sure. Mm. Sure. But Seth thought he was going to hurt himself. He was <laughs> like, I thought for sure he was going down. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But the song finally ends and they're praising him, even though it was super weird. Maddie said she felt super uncomfortable and that he's moving a little too quickly for her. And I agree. He's coming yeah. on strong. He's yeah. he's he's laying it all out there. But again, he kind of has to come on strong because he's the low man on the totem pole yep. as far as coming in late to this game. Mm-hmm. So he turns to Maddie and he's like, it's your turn when he was done. And she was like, yeah, no, thank you. Because mm-hmm. mind you, she's a singer as well. Mm-hmm. And she just says, I'm not ready for that yet. And it makes me a little uncomfortable. You know, props to you, girl, for standing your ground and being like, yeah, this is not going to happen. Mm-mm. Twin formation has reached both of the houses. And once more for the twins, they get to see what has been happening in the other house. Remember, there's no other kind of connection. This is just the quick little tiny little snippets of what's going on in the house and not really everybody gets to see if your twins not really vibing with somebody else or making a connection you're not really going to see too much information or at least we don't see too much information on every single twin but Aaron and mm-hmm. Whitney they're watching their twins connect to each other and they're really excited for them because again they love the fact especially Whitney and Brittany when they initially started it they were hugging when they found out that they were going to be separated and their whole intention was We are going to fall in love with the same set of twins. And Uh so Aaron and Whitney are getting to see this. They're getting to see that David and Brittany are making a connection in the house. The same time, Mickey and Morgan, they're watching their twins have their first night in the twin intimacy room. And I will tell you, compared to to Mickey and Morgan, because remember, Morgan was kind of, she was lacking that physical side that she was feeling towards uh, Mickey but on the other right. hand, and like you said in the in the Vista house, Jr. and Morgan's twin, Madison, those two are freaking thick as thieves, man. That connection right there is deep. And we've seen mm-hmm. it where other people like, because we didn't talk about it before, but there have been a conversations in the Vista house where they've been outside and you'll just see those two all over each other. Like they yes. are full on hands on each other. But you have to remember that Morgan and Mickey aren't as close as these two. So it's kind of a little bit awkward. I'm sure Mickey's thinking, like, well, why can't Morgan feel that strongly towards me as her twin is feeling towards my twin? Hopefully it will. I think maybe just Morgan's a little bit scared and needs a little bit of a realization of this is great. He's a great person. Next, we have Gabby and Kush. They have, those two have not made a connection. Gabby was no. more feeling Sammer, and we really haven't seen Kush really talk to anybody. Not that I've seen. Right. But on the other hand, they're watching their twins, Love and Maddie. They're kissing on an op- opposite house. Mind you, Love had just, you know, sung that song to Madison and gone through all that whole spiel. But they're shocked because they don't have that connection. So it's odd to see that their twins are having that connection. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah, it's so crazy to me that, but I guess because, no, they are pretty bonded, huh? Gabby and Maddie, they're pretty bonded to each other. I don't know. I guess Kush. They're all about the energy. They are about the energy. But, you know, you got some of these twins in here. Like you said, Matthew and Andrew. You've even had, like, Kara and Cameron who kind of lived apart at some point in their lives. 
mm-hmm. who I could see, which is so odd because they've lived separate lives, but then they're joining up. All those twins are joining right. up. So it's different. But Cameron and Matthew, like I said, they're watching their twins, Andrew and Kara, get closer. So again, mm-hmm. I don't know. Are they bonding because they saw their twins bonding before? It's just kind of like. That's the hard is part. The Nobody knows. Yeah. Right. And if it is the telepathy, then are you even thinking for your own mind? Are you just getting that energy from your twin feeling that feeling it for Andrew or for feeling it for Matthew? The world and doesn't know. You if you're an identical twin, reach yeah. out to us because if, yeah. if this is real, we want to know. I know. Well, next we get the whole Bailey and her newfound crush with Seth. And, you know, Luke is ecstatic for his twin because we have yet to see Seth make a connection. Remember, Seth never got picked in the very beginning to be partnered with anybody. I know. I know. And and Luke doesn't want to see that for his brother. You know, he really loves his brother. But he's excited that he's making out with Bailey. But mm-hmm. then the next step that we see is Bailey's making out with Samer or Samir. She's making out with Samir. So we see her in this crush triangle because i don't think it's really love but it's between these two guys it's between samir and seth like all of a sudden seth comes out of nowhere right it's really really strange but samir and luke they're a little nervous about this recent development because their connections that they have made in the garden house will directly be affected by who bailey chooses because they know ultimately it's coming down to bailey bailey's got to choose between seth or samir so, but watching on the twin formation screen, Jer and Seth are then trying to figure out which house is going to control the elimination this time. Mm-hmm. So they both feel like it'll be between the two of them, which I thought was funny, funny, not funny, that Samir didn't really feel like he was on the chopping block at all. It no. was Jer and Seth. Which is weird. And I, I know because I'm like, okay, wait, wait, because Jer and Madison have been like this. I mean, from they have been all over each other. They have claimed each other. But here, Madison is relying so heavily on her sister Morgan in the event that it's going to be the opposite house that's flipping. Mm-hmm. So the garden house that's eliminating tonight. Yeah. But we'll have to wait and see. Put a pin in that on who is coming back, or I should say, on what house is going to be eliminating mm-hmm. for the night. So... Yeah, after the twin formation, the girls are in the bedroom and they're trying to unravel the new revelation about Bailey's crush because it does affect them too, right? This is all, this intertwines with everybody. So it affects whoever she picks, it affects the whole house because Bailey's twin, Zoe, she's very, very connected with Luke. Luke's twin, Seth, is on the chopping block. I mean, we can definitely see that I mean, this is the first time that we're seeing him have a connection with anybody. And, of course, it's left up to Bailey. Uh, and the sucky part is their, left, their fate is left up to one person and one person mm-hmm. alone. So I think... Yeah. I mean, how would you feel as your twin? You know, like, how would you feel if you were if you were genuinely after someone and I was like, er, but I'm not feeling him. So, but I know that you're not feeling... I, that's the hard part is I know. I know that you're invested in somebody, but I'm trying to follow my heart. I, I guess... I would, the only thing that I would say would be, I would be a little perturbed because I'd say, well, I've been with this guy since day one. I've not wanted to be with anybody else, but you can't make up your mind. And so now mm-hmm. you're going to F up my situation because you can't get your, like, cause you can't pick a guy on the other token. Like you don't have, you shouldn't have to pick for me. Right. Right. You shouldn't base your decision on me. 
but that's the hard part because you care so deeply for care. your twin. You do, and you want them to be happy. I don't think that Bailey wants Zoe to be unhappy. Like she's also taking into consideration Zoe's feelings about this too. Right. But then if I, let's say I had that bond, and and you pick the person that was not my twin. And my guy left, then I would kind of be like, well, I'm not willing to make a connection with anybody else in the house. I'm not interested in anybody else in the house. So if I go home next, then I go home next and I can now start my outside relationship with this person. That's that's where I would feel. I'd be like, we're too far into this to really feel like, okay, I have time to make that big connection. No. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think that I would just then kind of go into my shell and be like, no, I've already made a connection. I'll... I'll come to terms with that and come up with a guy after we get out of this situation. But yeah, yeah I know. That's, well, that's a hard part. I think Zoe, I think she tries to convince herself that her twin has a connection with Seth. I think she's mm-hmm. trying to tell herself, Seth, no, they're going to work. I, I saw from their quick makeout session that her and Seth, she's going to pick him. I mean, look at that. They have a yeah. connection. But she damn well knows that Bailey's had a connection also with Samir from the very beginning. So you can't discount that. And the reason why she's hoping that is because Zoe has that connection with Seth's twin, Luke. Mm -hmm. So if Seth gets picked to stay at the elimination ceremony, then she can continue to develop a relationship with Luke because he would stay. On the other hand, if Bailey chooses Samir to stay, then Luke will leave and in turn leave Zoe scrambling to find a connection, which screw it. I wouldn't. I'd be like, there's no point. Like I've already found the person. There's nobody mm-hmm. else here that I would really, I would only Entertain. be doing it. I, I'd only be doing it to stay on the show. Like I'm not doing it here because I really feel like I made a connection. I, I don't, that's, Right. No, I completely agree. I feel the same exact way as you do. Mm -hmm. But we go back to the Vista house and Seth is kind of leading a toast of like, you know, here's to the memories that we've made, the good times that we've had. Like, Mm -hmm. I know that he feels that he is on that chopping block, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we move over to Maddie and Maddie says it's kind of like a confessional. She's like, love is very charming. He's polite. He's genuine. But the more I get to know him, the more I realize how forced it is. Yeah. She he like puts his arm around her and she kind of scoots away from him. And she just feels like he's coming on too strong. And I would have to agree from an outsider's perspective. Yeah. I was getting like the kind of cringy vibes just watching. So I can only imagine it being, you know, experiencing that firsthand how how she's feeling. Yeah. Um, but she says that, you know, she is a physical touch person. But she, mm-hmm. again, we go back to the the demisexual uh, vibe the demisexual vibe and she needs to have a deep level of connection first in order to want physical touch from somebody so she's feeling super overwhelmed she's feeling turned off by him and just looking like from an outsider's perspective he is coming on strong he He needs to back up a little bit so this is when brie comes into the scene and mentions that the eliminate elimination house will be at the vista house tonight and the ladies are in charge and will pick the man that they want to continue on with this journey. So this ultimately means that one of the male pair of twins will be going home. So Bailey is feeling all sorts of conflicted between Samir and Seth because she doesn't know if she should pick for herself or for her sister. Mm -hmm. And again, that's hard because you are your own person. You are responsible for your own 
journey, your own joy, your own life, but you are also connected at the hip to this other person that you love and adore and want the best for. So mm-hmm. I could see how that would be difficult, you know, yeah. like, uh, anyway, so. I On the same token, like if you were not really as bonded with somebody as let's say Zoe was, right? Because Zoe's really bonded mm-hmm. with Luke. Right. And maybe it is that, what's her name? Bailey. She just doesn't, I don't know. I feel like it's a catch 22, right? Like, do you just go ahead and pick the person that your sister has connected to? Because really in your mind, you're like, well, I'm like 50, 50 with the guys, but she's not really right. She's 90, 90%. Yeah. 90, 10. Oh God. I don't know. That's frustrating. I'm glad I'm not put in that position because that would be tough. You would want to do. It would be. You'd want to be selfish and you'd also want to be selfless. And that would be really, really hard. Right. But Nikki shows up always looking gorgeous. She does. Oh, my God. She's beautiful. Both of them. Both of them are beautiful, beautiful girls. They're stunning. Stunning. Oh, my God. They're just perfection. She tells the house that there is an elimination tonight and the ladies in the Vista house are in charge of the elimination. Because remember, prior to this, we did not know what house was going to be in charge. Mm-hmm. So now the garden house has the confirmation that the Vista house will be leading the elimination. So garden house, mm-hmm. you have no say and no control. You're just going to have to be a bystander and deal. Sorry with the about your bad luck. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. She reiterates that there are five women in the house and six men. So one man plus his twin will be leaving tonight to even out to five to five. Mm-hmm. Summer and Luke go off to have a conversation privately because they figure it will be one of them that leaves tonight. Because remember, Luke's twin is Seth. He's up on the chopping block, which unofficially, but officially. And Summer's twin, Samir, is also officially, not officially up on the chopping block. And right. I think that that was, oh my God, I love some of these guys because they keep it as kind and casual as they possibly can there are some really really good people luke seth they're there great are. great guys and so are Samer and samir they're great guys as well and i just love that they just wanted to have this conversation there was no hard feelings like hey hey man if it's you it's you know it's you and you deserve it if it's me like no hard feelings we mm-hmm. you're still a good person and right. they both they both can respect how difficult that decision is for bailey you know i mean it's kind of they don't want to be in that position. It's been tough. They've had to do it one time and they know that difficult position. But they're also kind of like, we're just also not sure based off of that video that we watched who she's going to pick. Like it could go one way mm-hmm. or the other. When she's with Seth, she's happy and flirtatious. But then yet when she's with Samir, she's happy and flirtatious as well. You know, Luke, he's trying to throw out different possibilities, right? I mean, he's just like grasping at, at straws here. And he's definitely picked up, though, on the lack of chemistry between Maddie and Love. So he's thinking, could Mm -hmm. there be a world in which Maddie does not pick Love and maybe by some miracle she picks Seth? Just because maybe she, A, wants to get rid of Love and B, maybe wants to see if maybe something is there with Seth? Sure. I think that's a valid, you know, assumption. Right. During his interview, you know, he's emotional. He's emotional when he starts talking about the possibility that he'll have to leave Zoe. He really, really likes her. Uh, I think it goes to show that they've got a bond. So back at the Vista house, Bailey and Samir talk and he asks if he's in trouble. (laughs) And she's very honest with him and says that her connection with him is strong and continues to grow, but that 
being with Seth has really left her conflicted between what she wants and what her sister wants. You know, because I feel like deep down she's still trying to be that people pleaser for her sister. Yeah. She cares too much about others, other people's feelings sometimes. And he knows what he wants and has a one-track mind. He doesn't quit. He keeps going. It has always and only been Bailey. And Samir says it's either him or he's out. He doesn't want to do the back and forth stuff, nor does he want to invest in somebody else. He is all about this chick. Yeah. So she, you know, she doesn't want to hurt either one of them. She doesn't want to be the bad guy. And I can't blame her. Nobody wants to be the bad guy. But then it moves over to Bailey and Seth, and he feels like there is something there between them. And she says that she still feels conflicted and he doesn't want to leave the house with what if, what if this could have worked? What if this could have happened? What if we could have made each other happy? And there are so many people affected by this decision, but Seth is more concerned about his brother and sending him home when he has made such a strong connection with Zoe. So Seth doesn't have a doubt that he can get to the point of being what Bailey needs. He has a lot to give. He just needs more time. And I feel like that is a genuine and kind-hearted thing to say. You know, I am not one to just pour my heart out and like everybody gets to know my entire life all at once. Like I, I am reserved and until I get to know you and then we can be friends. We can talk all of that. So mm-hmm. I can relate to to Seth on that sense. But I don't know. I think I'm I'm I don't think I'm feeling the connection between Seth and Bailey like I am for no. Bailey and Samir. <sighs> so it comes down to elimination time and the girls are faced across from the guys. They're like in the backyard and they're just facing each other. And mm-hmm. and uh, Bree's like, all right, Whitney your turn you know who you're gonna choose and she chooses david which was obvious i feel like madison mm-hmm. chooses jair which was obvious kara chooses mm-hmm. andrew another obvious one so maddie i was a little concerned because again we just talked about how she felt super uncomfortable and unsure she felt like love was coming on too strong that it was just too much um, and that she doesn't really want to go after anyone. So uh, she ends up choosing love. And I was left just with my mouth hanging wide open. Uh, I'm like, too. girlfriend, I you know. just said how uncomfortable he makes you. You just said he's moving too fast. You just said, mm-hmm. I am not okay with this whole situation and it's too much for me and I'm uncomfortable. And But yeah, you're going to pick him? I know. No. Now, now he's gonna think, oh, she's she's into it. She's not bothered yeah. at all. He has no. Uh, clue. How could he not? Yeah. How could he not think that? Mm. Yeah. So Bailey then is, of course, left to choose between Seth and Samir. It comes down to the two of them, and that's when it kind of like cuts and goes to the garden house. Yeah, the garden house. Everybody kind of gathers around. Nikki tells everyone, "Let's gather into the living room. You get the chance to watch this." But again, the screen cuts off right before the uh, final elimination happens. But they're all they're all nervous. <laughs> they're all really nervous and in anticipation of who is going to open that door. You know, they're freaking out. Zoe, she's you know, she cannot see herself finding another connection like she has mm-hmm. had with Luke. I sure. don't think that she would. I mean, who else would she go for? I mean, Kush is there and Kush has not talked to anybody but that just because he's available doesn't mean that she's got a bond with him. Exactly. 
It's just a yucky situation. It would have been cleared up had Maddie just picked maybe Seth and like gotten rid of that whole love triangle. And then it would have, but Mm -hmm. then there would not have been drama. So, you know, I I just, I, I don't know. But ultimately, the person that was eliminated was freaking Seth. He was not picked. I was devastated. I was too, but I really didn't want either one of them to leave. I really liked both. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was such a hard decision if Maddie had just picked Seth. But like, you know what? I know. Let's talk about this beforehand, right? Like, I'm not feeling love. You don't really have a connection with Bailey. Why don't I pick you? And then, look, if maybe you and I, something develops, then maybe. But if not, then like, at least we live to fight another day. And yeah, no Maddie should have took one for the team in that sense and been like, all right, I will choose Seth or Samir. Mm-hmm. So we save one. And because you haven't decided, you're still taking your time to figure this out. I'm not into this dude. He's making me extremely uncomfortable, right? Yes, yeah, what mean- she said multiple times, multiple times that he was making her uncomfortable, that he was moving too quickly, that it was awkward. It was just not her. So mm. why... Why would you <laughs> then continue to push forward? I don't know. I really don't no. get it. I just don't, I don't know. I don't know if she was told or encouraged in some way to pick love or maybe because she just thought, well, he's the only one that I've really talked to. I feel an obligation I don't even to care. pick him. Don't even I care. Know. You made the wrong choice, Maddie. That was a jerk move. Uh-huh. I know. Well, Seth, you know, he opens up the door and, you know, Lucas, he's happy to see his brother. Don't get me wrong. But he knows ultimately what that means. Zoe's very upset. She's crying. Uh, You know, she doesn't want to see him leave. And Luke doesn't Mm -hmm. either. I mean, it's very, very, very hard. When they do an interview together, this broke my heart. These sweet boys. I mean, Seth feels horrible. He feels he, he was awful. crying. He was crying. He was, and I'm like, that just goes to show that brotherly love and bond that they have that yeah. he did not want to make that choice. No. I mean, he felt so bad that he ruined that he ruined it for his brother and that, you know, his brother and Zoe had a great rela- relationship. But in no way, no way does Luke blame him for anything no. that transpired. You know, and, and that just goes to show how grace it, gracious he is and their their love for each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Sommer, you know, he comforts Zoe. And it just goes to show that these people do care about each other. I mean, they don't want to mm-hmm. see her miserable because they knew what a great connection they had. And yeah. it sucks. It sucks to see them split like that. It does. Because Seth is just, he's just profusely apologizing and he's just he's crying for his brother he's apologizing and you could just you could feel how awful he feels mm-hmm. so but we go back to the vista house and bailey thought that she could have played it safe with seth but decided to go where her heart and her gut was leading her and as hard as it was for her to decide it it was what ultimately led her to the decision and um feeling of having to choose Samir. So she she was like, it was my decision to put my own feelings and myself first in choosing Samir. And I think as a twin, that would be really hard, you know, because mm-hmm. again, 
you're looking out for their best interest just as much as you're looking out for yours. Yes. And so I just, I felt bad for her. I felt bad for all of them. It was just a really crappy situation. We then get a glimpse of Maddie and she just is not feeling the deep connection with love. And she doesn't sure if she sees a relationship with love outside of this. Again, we're going to go back to why the heck did you choose him? Because, Mm -hmm. hello, you could have helped a sister out in the house in picking Seth or Samir to let them have more time together. Your own self. Eliminate the person that's making you feel the most uncomfortable. You know? Absolutely. Or God, God sakes, like, can't production pick up on the fact that maybe she's a little uncomfortable and then go to love and be like, hey, man. Look, we're going to need you to back off. Back off a little bit. It's the drama, though. But it's the to drama. Make her that uncomfortable. Like, I do feel like production should have stepped in. And let me tell you, like, it did not look like he was doing intentional. He was trying to be grabby or inappropriate with her. I think he's just a physical touch type of person. And she never told him. She wasn't telling him, hey, enough. True. But also, I feel like production could have brought it up to be like, Maddie, you have to choose love. Well, that's for the drama aspect of this, for Bailey to be choosing between Samir and Seth, you have to choose love. And we don't know. Well, maybe with the way that this episode ends, I could see how that's entirely possible, too. But so she's just not seeing a relationship with love outside of this. They've had nothing more than surface level conversations. He's moving too quick, too quickly, and it's really stressing her out. She wants the next girl to come in and go after love so she can just kind of let go of the situation and not be pressured. Yeah. She doesn't want to settle for someone that doesn't align, but he's not her type. And she Mm -hmm. wants something deeper than she already has with her sister. But she wants that in a man. And she doesn't know if anyone here is worth being away from her sister because she's really missing Gabby. She's really missing Mm -hmm. her sister. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of awkwardly standing off to the side, right? And they're in the back yeah. and they're like, what's going on with her? Like, she's just kind of standing there and it's, you can feel the uncomfortableness and the awkwardness. Like, is she okay? Is something happening? What's going on? And she's ready to jet. She's ready to get out of there. But she talks to Bree. So production's like, maybe we can get you over to Bree. And Bree's like in the front of the house. She's talking to a producer or something. Mm-hmm. and she's just kind of blindsided she's like um so what's going on you yeah, know like, what's what happening are you doing what's, here? what's even going mm-hmm. so brie was so sweet and just you know she wraps her arms around her and consoles her and she's like you know what's going on and maddie's like this is getting so hard to navigate and brie asks her what her heart is telling her to do and that's when it kind of cuts over to the garden house and yeah, the unassuming just... garden house. The garden house is thriving. And in that, I mean that Gabby is sitting with Samer, Sommer and tells him that if it were up to the ladies in the garden house, she would have chose him for sure. Like, it did, doesn't matter right. whose house it would have been. She would have chosen him. I mean, she is living her best life right now. Sure. Absolutely. Not a care in the world. She is here. She wants to spend every second with him in his experience. But then the next thing that we see is Nikki asking Gabby to come with her. And then we see Maddie all of a sudden outside of the front of the house, we see Maddie and then she's hugging Gabby and that's how it ends. Mm-hmm. It's like, boom, all of a sudden Nikki says, Gabby, we need you to come outside. And then boom, Maddie's right there. And she's like, what the heck? And that's how it ends. So 
what are your predictions here? Because do you think that that was their ticket out? Or is this just a tester to be like, okay, we're going to let you guys have five to 10 minutes here together, get your ish together, and then let's move on? Or I, I can't do this. We need to go. Well, I don't think it's fair. Like, you shouldn't have your five minutes to see your twin. Nobody else gets that option, too. Like, I, I'm sorry you're having a hard time, but you have to be un- under the realization or the fact that if you walk out of this house, it's under the assumption that you're done and you're ruining it or you're ending it for your twin. Because mm-hmm. Gabby is over yeah, here right. enjoying every aspect of living in the garden house. Right. So I don't, I mean, I would say that it's not fair if she were to be able, like if Gabby were to able to talk her down and then Maddie be able to be let back in the house. I don't think that that's fair because then, well, shit, if they're going to let her do that, then I'm going to ha- pretend to have my mental breakdown so I can have five minutes with my twin. Mm-hmm. But on the other turn, it's true. like other side of the coin, like I don't want that to happen for Gabby. Like I don't want I Gabby to have to leave because her twin but is But again, a hard this time. comes down to, you know, are you putting your twin's feelings out there to stay in an uncomfortable situation that you don't no. want to be in? No, but that's the you other know what? Thing. Maybe then, I don't know. I was gonna. That wouldn't make sense. I was gonna say maybe then Seth could come back and Luke could come back. No, but I don't think it would work because then there way. would be even less girls. No, I just yeah. I don't. But then again, yeah, like I don't. Do you let your your twin be in an uncomfortable situation? I don't know. But then again, like I, Maddie was seen talking to Whitney expressing her concerns with how touchy-feely he is and i feel like but yet you continue to choose him i i i I know and i don't know what that was about but my whole issue with that is maddie has already verbalized to another person that he's making her extremely uncomfortable i felt like production should have stepped in and be like hey love look we gotta have a conversation You got to stop being so touchy-feely with the ladies. He doesn't even have to go into specifics with it being Maddie. They could have just said, like, you got to keep your hands to yourself unless somebody tells you that it's okay to touch them. Because we're getting complaints that you're being maybe a little bit too handsy. I don't know. I completely agree with you, but I think it's the drama factor that they want people to be... They don't care about the girls' uncomfortableness. They want them to be just as invested in the drama aspect Maybe. I don't know. I think, like, Which is you crappy. really want to take that chance on a potential lawsuit if Maddie were to come to you say, you know, like, hey, I warned somebody, I talked to somebody, it's on camera, and then it shows that I'm uncomfortable and I've said something in the past. I don't know, girl. <laughs> I don't know what the end result's going to be of this. Um, all I know <laughs> is that it's a mess. It's, it's as clear as mud and none of it makes sense. It's the truth. It is the absolute truth. So we shall see going forward. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to our review of Twin Love. We hope you'll join us for the next episode. But in the meantime, come and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and the TikTok. Uh-huh. And send us a, a, a little email at pourtheteapodcast at gmail.com because we'd love to hear from you. So on that note, we love you. Thank you for tuning we in. Do. And good night. Yes. Bye, guys. We love Bye. you. Bye.